21st anniversary of Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. And now, with their opinion on Shark Week, here are three sharks. Hello, I'm Lenny, a great white. How you doing? I'm Louie, the bull shark. And I'm Clyde, I'm the tiger shark. Where are you, Louie? I can't see you. I'm hovering right here in front of you. I can't see you. You people think it's easy living with eyes where your ears should be. Well, it ain't. We want to talk about Shark Week. This is the 21st year that the network has slandered our good name. We're not all carnivores. For the record, we don't want nothing to do with you humans. We eat fishes and seals. Wait a minute. There is one time we may break tradition and purposely eat a human. Yeah, yeah. The guys in the union all voted if we ever see that Steven Spielberg in the water, we should eat him till his head floats. That movie put us back decades. It wasn't half bad, although I do think Richard Dreyfus overacted. <laughs> the 21st anniversary of Shark Week, playing now on the Discovery Channel. Yours truly, Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Three zips, the sweet sound of success. The tune voted best. The number one tune this week. Here's one I bet you haven't heard yet. Billy Bragg. And all you fascists, you gonna lose. It's a remake of the old Woody Guthrie song. <laughs> Just a touch of it's all over now. Billy Bragg, check him out at billybragg.co.uk. Oh! 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from the number one state in COVID variant. We're number one, damn it! That's right. Here I am, all nice and clean, with my Pfizer vaccine. And uh, now I have to probably get a booster shot when it comes out. Uh, and it will. Uh, it's being approved right now. So, uh, and then according to everybody in the medical field, you're more than welcome to get a booster shot. And everybody else who's got like uh, the Johnson & Johnson... You can get, uh, they're saying you can get Pfizer, so you'd be well advised to get vaccined up, like uh, taking the polio vaccine with the little sugar cube. My sister and I were talking about 
and these uh, anti-vaxxer imbeciles, these death marchers. Uh, and we've, if we were kids and, and, and our mother was younger and like, uh, if this happened back then, <laughs> it would be, get in the car. That one, that's what it would be. We'd all have shot. We'd be walking out with the needle still in our arm. Because <laughs> every time a vaccine came out, uh, when I was a kid, it was like, get in the car. You know, because <laughs> my mother cared about her kids, as opposed to some of the mothers out there, the uh, 25% of them, that really don't. That they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And, oh, that's right. I no. watched it on TV. Yeah, the morons who saw it on TV and watched all the talking heads on Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax, who are all vaxxed. Why are they vaxxed? Here's something you can argue with your Fox News viewing friends. They are all vaxxed because of SAG rules. Screen Actors Guild, if they're not vaxxed, they're not allowed in the building. So, er, yeah, they're all vaxxed. But they're telling their viewers not to get vaxxed so they can die. And that's exactly what's going on. And no one can be any happier with this than our distinguished governor, Ron Slackjaw Shortshit Death Sentence, who thinks he's going to be our next president. Yeah, it's all in his little Napoleon brain. Yeah, he's got Napoleon syndrome bad. He's short. He's like, uh, I don't know, about three feet. I think Billy Barty was taller than this guy. And and, and here he is. Now, <clears throat> if we've had uh, this week alone 7,000 cases, and a lot of them were breakthroughs with vaccinated people, although it's not deadly if you're vaccinated. Did you hear that, anti-vaxxers? Uh, you're okay. You'll get a little sick, but you won't die. If you're not vaxxed, you will die. You will all die. That is correct. You will all die. And that's what you want to do anyway, isn't it? Like the nurse that uh, tweeted out, uh, I'm not getting a vaccine. It's been untested in uh, whatever it is. And I saw it on TV. And uh, she died. She died? Yes, she died. And she left her family a legacy of COVID because they're all infected too. Yeah, they're you know what? It's just the wheat from the chaff. The, the, the morons from the somewhat sensible people who say there's a deadly virus out there and we should get vaccinated. And then you have these, well, from what I saw on TV or what I heard on the Ray Diddley-O or what I heard on Sirius XM or what I saw on my social media feed, <laughs> based on garbage, on garbage, and then they die. And they can't die fast enough for me. Just hurry up and fucking die. Now, a friend of mine was on Facebook, and if you'll recall, because Biden was talking about social media, which is only a granular, microscopic part of, of what the uh, misinformation problem is. But, yeah, it's a problem. A friend of mine got on her news feed that <laughs> it was somebody from her friends list. Uh, 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 <laughs> A list. It was a, a cut and paste, a repost. <laughs> 21 reasons why you shouldn't get vaccinated. And it read like it was hot off the presses of TASS. It was like you could see Russian fingerprints all over it. No, it wasn't QAnon. It was uh, right out of uh, Moscow. <laughs> 21 reasons why you shouldn't get vaccinated. And the 21 reasons are... I don't have to read all of them to you. They all say the same thing. If you don't get vaccinated, you're an asshole. You're just a asshole. That's all you are. A stupid fucking asshole. Am I being uh, bombastic? Am I being brutal? No, and I'll tell you why. Because if it wasn't for you assholes out there, we wouldn't have a COVID variant. We wouldn't have any of this remasking you know i was just and i still wear a mask and i was just starting to enjoy uh going out you know you know not worrying and now i have to worry again thanks to these assholes who uh don't want to get vaxxed and uh, never wore a mask so please hurry up and drop dead all of you please die 
so we can get rid of this COVID once and for all. You are the problem. You people are making it stay here. And I think you know that and you like that because you're all sadistic fuckers. You don't care who you infect. You don't care who dies. And you know something? We'll never know what the real numbers are. I mean, DeSantis saw to that. All the numbers in Florida have been manipulated, altered, and reconfigured and uh, minimized. And uh, and how many died in Florida? We'll never know because they changed the death certificate to pneumonia. That was his order to the hospitals here, right from the governor's office. List all COVID deaths as pneumonia. So we'll never really know, now will we, except for the families of those who who, who did pass away. And you know who must have a lot of... <laughs> You're never going to hear the number about this. You know who really must have got hit? The village. The villages. Yeah. White power. There you go, white power. <laughs> I would argue that... Uh... <laughs> Quite a number of them are taking a dirt nap. They're sleeping in the mush pit, those old Q-tip heads. For one night only in Boca Raton, Centrum Silver and Shady Hills Retirement Condo Association proudly present the one group taking senior citizens by storm. The Old Spice Girls. Do you know what I want, but I really, really want? I forget. Meet all your favorite Old Spice Girls and get to spend some time with them. And what? The Old Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, you have to change my depends. More fun than a Matlock marathon. Yeah, I guess we'll never know how many of them dropped like flies from COVID. And yeah, it made uh, Tucker Carlson real happy there. There you go. Yeah. And Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. Yeah, they're they're all applauding you in the grave. Because you did what they told you to do. But they're vaxxed. They're vaxxed. They're all vaxxed. But I don't care what they said on TV. I saw it on TV. I watched it on TV. You morons. You imbeciles. Oh. And and, and if I came out, if I'm on fire about this, because, I, you know, I'm cursing more than usual this show, but I'm really pissed off. I've had it. And, and I'm certain a lot of you out there feel the same way. This would be gone if they would have got vaxxed. We wouldn't be going through... This is a, a second wave of COVID. And if it gets any worse, we're going to have to lock down because even if we are vaccinated, we're going to get... Not going to die, but we're going to get sick. So if you want to avoid at least getting sick, you still got a mask. And I'm still going to have to use the sanitizer on my hands and all that stuff. You know, it's like... You know, it's going to go on like two years. So they want this to happen so they could blame it on Biden. They want this to happen so the economy will crash. They want this to happen for the upcoming midterm so they could say, well, it wasn't for the Democrats. The Democrats. They're doing it with the uh, January 6th uh, hearing with uh, the Capitol Police. If you saw that at all and you weren't moved, you're not human. You're not human. And in that case, you should move to the villages. They'll welcome you there. They don't like humans in there. They like, they like uh, people who, who, who drool and drop pistachio nuts on their balls while they're watching Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax. Oh, and that reminds me. I had some disturbing news this week. I found out something. 17 miles north of where this broadcast is taking place are the headquarters of... Newsmax. Where else would they be based, huh? Florida. That's right. In prestigious Boca Raton, right off Yamato Road, N95. Right, they're conveniently close to GEO headquarters. GEO headquarters, which happens to be the private prison corporation. They're all in a nice bunch there. National Enquirer used to be in Lantana. I don't know where they, I don't know if they're still there. Yeah, but we got a whole bunch of them there. And and when Death Sentence says, Florida's open for business, that's the kind of business he's talking about. He's not talking about growing oranges, no. He's talking about growing hatred and making people suffer and making people die. 
All of this blood is on your hands, Ron. You short, fat, slack-jawed short shit. Oh, I said that pretty fast. And then I find out who's who's the biggest anti-vaxxer of all? <laughs> Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. How is that? Uh, that guy has done more drugs than everything on the shelf in Walgreens and CVS put together. That, that guy did drugs that haven't been invented yet. But he doesn't want to take a vaccine. Why, Eric? Because you won't get high from it? Bennies and Reds and Coke and, and, and heroin smack. You did it all. But you won't get a shot for a vaccine. What the fuck is wrong with you? And that answers a question I've always had since, uh, what was it, 99, 2000? Uh, when he got this compound, and I'm talking this huge mansion and villa in Antigua. And back then, it was in the news that uh, <laughs> it was gifted to him by Lowry Mays of Clear Channel. And I never could figure out what the connection was. And now I know what it is. It's like the Godfather. <clears throat> and Lowry Mays is dead, but it doesn't matter. It's still Clear Channel. He, he signed his soul to them. And it's like, it would, oh, you, I'm sorry. Not Clear Channel. I Heart Radio. Yeah, we're your friends. Like in The Godfather. There will come a time that it may not be now. It may not be tomorrow. may not be next year. But there will come a time when I ask you to do me a favor. <laughs> and that's good. this has got to be it. That's when it comes to drugs. And how many times was he in rehab? Oh, he's cleaned up his act now. He's clean now. Yeah, not clean enough. He wants people going to his concerts with COVID. This drug addict, this strung out smack freak. And no secret, everybody knew it. In fact, I think at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to play a, a Yardbirds song that was, uh, that was released after he left the band. And as such, the band sounded a lot better. Uh, and I know, I listen, I, I know he's one of the greatest guitarists who ever lived. There's no denying that. But musicians, uh, <laughs> come on. Don't advise me about my own health and well-being. Not, not if you're a musician. I'm not a good idea to take a vaccine. There's a guy who did every drug conceivable under the sun. But will he take a vaccine? No! Would they curse my name If I farted in heaven Would I stand the shame If I farted in heaven She Send me straight to hell Or can anybody smell Up in heaven Does gas act the same? Does it linger in heaven? Would you be ashamed to pull my finger in heaven? I'll know these things. When the fat lady sings Cause I'll be the one who brings Tears to heaven Cause I know 
Seem to have a care, Cobain. His name was Kurt, now he's pushing up dirt, Cobain. Wiping drool from his chin, doing heroin, Cobain. Nirvana was hot, and now it's Kurt they ain't got. Cobain He got high, said goodbye, then he died Cobain Made a million an hour, never took a shower Cobain He's a number one hit in heaven's big mosh pit, Cobain. He'll meet Elvis the king and say grunge was my thing, Cobain. So if you're filled with doubt, don't take Kurt's way out, Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died. Cobain. It's Brit Summers at the BritSummersShow.com. Where you're hearing things, where you're hearing things. My hands are clean. My hands are my hands are clean Clean and ready to use the bathroom Turn free and thoroughly washed I am ready to touch my penis Cause my hands are Public toilet, I can just walk out of there If there ain't nobody else around You could say that I'm compulsive But I don't care My hands are clean before I pull it out It's far too late when I wash them after Cause I don't know where they'd be Only after using the crapper I got tons of this stuff. <laughs> You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Yeah, Eric Clapton. What a maroon. Great guitarist, but... And maybe not so much anymore. I guess because the drugs had an effect on him. So he better not take a vaccine, right? <laughs> uh, well, Jackie Mason died, finally. He was 93 years old. And... uh I don't know if you're, new, if you're new to the program. I spoke about this before, but I did work with him in, what was it, 2011. Yeah, 10 years ago. He was filming a movie here called Private Dick. <laughs> 
it, the movie's so bad, I don't even think it's available on, on, on streaming. It's really, it was terrible. It was awful. But he was there. Mario Cantone was in it. And Davy Jones. Sadly, it was one of the last things he ever did. But uh, that's how I met Davy Jones. And, uh, and I met, uh, well, I had a, had a conversation with Jackie Mason. And <laughs> he was uh, surprised by me. I don't know if you could say taken, but he was like, and there he was with his uh, <laughs> orange hair. So was he? So was, was he 93? So he was 83 at the time. And it was, I was in the bar scene. Uh, background stuff. And, and uh, Mario Cantone was the bartender. And uh, during the break, which if you, hey, all you TV, I saw it on TVers out there. There's a lot of breaks. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty boring. So there, nothing was going on. I was setting up for a scene or something like that. And Jackie walked over to me and said, so uh, you got your utensils down there? I said, yeah, I got my utensils down. <laughs> so, uh, what do you, uh, you wake up like that? I said, sometimes I do. <laughs> and he made it look incredulous at me. I, I never saw one of you before. <laughs> it was, it was fascinating to me. And, and I did get the chance to tell him, I know you really didn't flip off Ed Sullivan. <laughs> of course I didn't. I didn't flip him off. But... <laughs> And uh, my Jackie Mason impersonation sounds like Bernie Sanders. It's kind of hard to distinguish. But he was okay to me. I'm I like the first trans woman he ever saw in his life. You know, what is this? I don't understand. You know? But he was nice. I mean, he was smiling and everything. And he was a virulent right winger. Wow, is he right wing. <laughs> he was upset about Mike Bloomberg. Oh, I'll play that for you. Coming up. If I could find it. But it was nice. It was about a 20-minute conversation I had with the guy. And, and no problem at all. <laughs> a long time. He yelled at everybody on the set, except for me. He's like, so uh, what do you always look like this? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 it's, one of the, it's a cherished moment in my life. Jackie Mason grilled me. And, uh, and then he went off the bit. It's too hot. It's too muggy. You call this food? The uh, the food that they were serving was a buffet, and I was still sag after at the time, <laughs> and I was about to lapse <laughs> uh, because they couldn't do anything for me. Uh, not not in Florida. We're a right to work state where we have the right not to get paid for the work we do. That's right, damn it. And craft uh, services was there with the with the buffet, now, and it was okay. It was noodles and things. It, I mean, <laughs> it was adequate. But he was tired. You call this food? What kind of garbage are you giving me? I'm not going to put that on my mouth. <laughs> he was yelling and screaming at everybody except me. <laughs> uh, and then uh, at the viewing uh, at prestigious Meisner Park, Davy Jones was there. And uh, what a delightful, wonderful man he was. Wow. I was really heartbroken when he passed away because he was just a sweet guy. And uh, I'll never forget because he was in a viewing audience <laughs> and he said, he was heckling the movie. This is the worst piece of shit I ever saw. <laughs> and then when his scenes came out, I said, here's the only good part. It, it was great. So yeah, Jackie passed away. And now, like I said, he didn't like Mike Bloomberg. Bloomberg is a Jewish name, and the chances are he's Jewish, although if he's not telling any lies about this, it's the only thing he's not lying about. Because otherwise, he's a corrupt fraud who has the image of an honest, wonderful person because he's so rich and he's knocking himself out for the city. This phony, fraudulent, sickening billionaire, you know what he does? First, he tells you when they voted against the third time. With two referendums, he said, that's the essence of democracy and you have to respect it. And at first he said that whoever would try to overturn it all by himself or through a city council would be a disgusting character. That's what he said himself. He called that a, an anti-democratic move that's inexcusable, that's disgusting, that's abominable. He couldn't find enough words to curse people who would even think of it until he decided, ah, the hell with it. Who cares what I said before? I feel like taking a third time. I'm not that busy. Where else am I going to go with all my money? Who's going to bother with me if I'm not a mayor? 
Where am I going to get all my egomania out of my system? How am I going to get the attention of a whole country? I got a good idea. Forget about democracy and forget what I said and forget what anything means and forget the people and forget the waking people of America or New York or the city. Nobody counts, nothing counts except for one thing, one thing that counts. That counts that he has no conscience, he has no decency, he has no character, he has no loyalty to anybody, has no compassion for anybody. Anybody who could say kids could, could freeze or burn or die and they mean nothing to him doesn't have a conscience about, about anything else in the world. This is the lowest pig that ever lived. Forget about anything I said about anybody else. They mean nothing compared to this. This is a pig of the lowest kind. I hope he passes away by Thursday. Oi! Yeah, the first half of the Brit Summer Show sure went by fast. And maybe the next half hour will go even faster. But you'll never know unless you keep tuned in. <laughs> and I strongly advise my uh, listeners on the ground that are parked under the radio tower trying to tune in. <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'm going online right now. So, follow along, won't you? I mean, that was a, a heavy duty. And, and yes, I said duty. That was a heavy duty cursing session. You anti-vaxxers, you suck, you blow. You're getting everybody sick. And, and, and I hear this about the... Uh, well, you can't put them down. Well, you can't make fun of them. Well, don't call them stupid. Uh, okay, I'll just call them dead. Unless they change their mind and get vaccinated. It's out there. Plenty available. And it's free. Won't be here next week. Nope, I'm going to go on a sojourn to visit my mother. You know how that story goes. So I'll have uh, more for you upon my return. So everybody underground, I'll see you again here on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network, WWNN. Today, the United States is engaged in a gigantic effort to send men to the moon. For this effort, Pillsbury has developed many special foods. Here is the first one to be made available to the public, Space Food Sticks. To meet the demands of a long space flight, space food sticks had to be a compact, nutritious, high-energy food. That's why they make the perfect between-meal energy snack. Energy for hard play. Energy for hard work. Lasting energy to feel alive. If that sounds better than some of the things your family fills up on between meals, you should try space food sticks for good nutrition and lasting energy in a chewy, tasty snack food. Chocolate, caramel, and peanut butter. About 44 calories. At your grocer's next to the instant breakfast section. Space Food Sticks, the energy snack from U.S. Aerospace Research and Pillsbury. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Great song by the Yardbirds without Eric Clapton. Always dug this song, it's great. Tell her that I'm 
Keith Relf, Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Jim McCarty on drums, and no Eric Clapton. This is when the band started to sound better. I'm quitting you blokes because you're getting too commercial. Yeah, well, you weren't too anti-commercial when uh, Clear Channel said, Hey, Eric, I don't know when that time will come, but we will ask you a favor. Here is a compound for you in Antigua. Oh, and it's uh, uh, for sale, by the way. Yeah, I don't know, $500 billion or something like that. What else? Oh, that's right. He had a uh, the, uh, the physician, Eric Clapton, Dr. Eric Clapton, had a, a rehab center in his compound, and somebody died. He died? Yes, they died. I don't know all the details, but somebody died while in his rehab. And then they, they stopped doing rehab there. Yeah, Eric, you're a, you're a great guitarist, but not the brightest bulb in a Hanukkah bush. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, and a lot of other platforms to be. And, you know, I'm looking at uh, a thing called uh, Fans Only, and I'm trying to figure out how this thing works. And uh, I'll let you know what I do, because, uh, uh, you know, when I uh, open something new like that, <clears throat> I look into the... Uh, settings and all this and what's required and all the, the rules and regs and uh i'm in the weeds so i gotta figure out all this stuff in the meantime i want to thank everybody who's contributed this is a listener supported show i get no funding from anybody else other than you and thank you because uh it's a big help and with that i have to mention my erstwhile sponsor and underwriter of this show Ernie! Thank you. Ernie, always coming through. You the man, Ernie. Thank you. And I think this would make a good segue into uh, this week's uh, rock and roll obituary. Dusty Hill, bass player for ZZ Top, passed away this week. They were an iconic band. And if it wasn't for uh, the pandemic, they probably still would have been touring. Yeah, ZZ Top. You won't see him no more. Billy Gibbons, Frank Beard, and several others, but uh, that was the core of the band. And he died in his sleep, but they didn't say...
the door, go let those auditors in. They come running just as fast as they can. And no one's too crazy about the IRS, man. You don't even pay taxes. They take tax. You get the check, money gone. You're listening to the Brit Summit Show. Summer show. I, I wanted to follow up on last week when I uh, was tearing up the uh, history of the sitcom. The producers—they're uh, the ones that made the uh, late night talk show thing, which wasn't too bad. Uh, but uh, again, everything I mentioned last week, they did the following week. They mentioned Barney Miller. They mentioned Taxi. They mentioned the Dick Van Dyke Show. So I'll give them props for that. Of course, they, they, they couldn't get past an episode without mentioning Friends. And because and this is the history of sitcoms, if you like Friends, <laughs> and these people, there's like four different, there's four producers here. They, uh, they're in their 30s and 40s. So, yeah, they like uh, Friends. <clears throat> that was, this is the history of sitcoms that we like. Uh, yeah, but they, they, they got around to one of my favorites of all time, Barney Miller. And it's interesting because every cop I've ever known, I would ask them, uh, what was the TV show that was closest to actually being a, a, a cop? And they would all say Barney Miller because it was. Being a cop is actually pretty boring and it's a lot of paperwork. And that's basically what the show was about. But it was great. It was cleverly written. Oh, and I mentioned WKRP. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're back on the right track. Although it's uh, all oinga cocked and uh, out of order. I think there's two episodes left. So whatever I say to trash it will probably uh, fall back on my face again. Uh, but I have to mention the uh, Don Lemon uh, special on theme songs. Where have all the theme songs gone? Well, Don... Uh, I appreciate your effort. <laughs> and and, and I, I can't fault him because this is not in his wheelhouse. He's a news journalist, that sort of thing. This is a, So what it really was about was uh, where have all the theme songs gone that Don Lemon is familiar with? <laughs> because it was Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch, and Fresh Prince. And uh, Owen and Annie. And that's about it. <laughs> he interviewed uh, Gary Portnoy, who did, and here was his complaint. He did the theme song for Cheers, which really was a good tune, and it did hit the charts. Uh, but <laughs> they made it sound like that's a, that was a rare occurrence. Actually, it wasn't. Uh, a lot of them hit the charts. Hawaii Five-0, uh, TV themes, that is. Uh, the, the the bit, I'm not going to play it, but 77 Sunset Strip that I did 77 Gaza Strip. 
that was on the charts. Those were records. And, and there was a lot. And he said, there's not enough of the uh, uh, theme songs that you can remember the lyrics to. And, well, maybe not for Don, but uh, <laughs> there were a lot of them out there. A lot of them had memorable lyrics. I don't want to mention Car 54. There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short, a child cruise ship to an idle wild. Car 54, where are you? That show was filmed in the Bronx, and it was about the old Bronx before Robert Moses split it in half with the Cross Bronx. And then he ruined everything. It tore up uh, neighborhoods that went way back. And it just went downhill from that. I mean, it was, uh, it was black Puerto Rican, but it was also very Jewish and very Italian. Kind of is still. But it was uh, more of a, a neighborhood before Robert There's Moses ruined everything. And that's what that show was about. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short, a child cruise ships to an idle wild. Car 54, where are you? Yeah, Don, it was, it was Car 54, and this very forgetful theme song. The end of the Civil War was near when quite accidentally who sneezed, abruptly seized, retreat, and reversed it to victory. His medal of honor pleased and thrilled his proud little family group. Putting it on, some blood was spilled, and so it was blandly command that troop. Where Indian fights are colorful sights, and nobody takes a licking. When pale face and red skin both turn chicken. Drilling and fighting, get them down, they know their morale can't true. As long as they all relax in town before they resume with a bang and a boom. F-Troop! Yeah, F-Troop was a, a funny show that was canceled for a very funny reason. Uh, NBC had no intention of canceling the show. It was in the top 20, it was doing very well. But every time they started filming... When the cast broke for lunch, they'd get so smashed, they didn't come back. Uh, except for uh, Ken Barry. He, he, he would come back to the set, but he was all alone. They would, uh, they would party. And, of course, that ran up production costs and scheduling. And NBC just finally said, screw you guys, we're pulling the plug. And uh, that was the end of F Troop. And here's one uh, that <laughs> Don Lemon would have never known about this. But, but uh, there were TV, sh- TV theme songs that weren't hit, uh, didn't hit the charts, but they were sung by chart toppers. Uh, but they were sung by artists who had hit songs on the charts, like Johnny Tillotson. Who really dug Sally Field? She's got the smile and style that you can't resist. The way she moves just proves angels do exist. Wait till you see my gadget. You want her for your Valentine? You're gonna say she's all that you adore, but stay away. A gadget is spoken for. You're gonna find. That gadget is mine. Popular artists who did uh, theme songs like uh, the Beach Boys for this show that flopped in about three weeks. She's a dog, she's a queen, she's a tantalizing teen, and Karen is her name. They call it Karen. And a party, she's a stumper, and a rock and roll, a number, everybody. They don't have things organized, Karen. Why can't things organized? She cuts her hair with great precision. Be a favorite in her sport. And by the light of television, she can even write a book report. There is no one greater, nor to 
Yeah, that, that was the Beach Boys. I don't know what they were thinking, but yeah, they did a theme song. Then other memorable lyrics like, it's about time, it's about space. And of course, who can forget? When you're with the Flintstones, we'll have a yabba dabba do time, yabba dabba do time, we'll have a gay old time. What are you wearing under that saber-toothed tiger smock? Oh, nothing, Fred. Why don't you scoot over here, Bon? You look real pretty. <laughs> I got a Stone Age happening in my lap. <laughs> Our BC buddies are back for some X-rated fun. It's the Flintbones. Uh, Bonnie and I wonder if you and Wilma would like to... You know, <laughs> swap tonight. Yeah, but double screw. <laughs> Memorable lyrics. Is is that what you were saying, Don? <laughs> you mean like this? Meet George Jetson. His boy Elroy. But the one thing he overlooked in that special, and it's true, uh, one one of the reasons that uh, they don't have long theme songs anymore or memorable lyric theme songs anymore uh, is because they were increasing spot inventory and they wanted more time for, for commercials on there. So they wanted to cut down on uh, not content, but the theme song timing. Okay, that's true. But the other thing that completely omitted or, or, or just didn't even think about, the real reason is <clears throat> big studios don't want to have to pay people. You have to pay somebody to do that. And then you have to keep giving them residual checks. And uh, why don't we, it's best we just not do it at all. And that that's really the top number one reason why they don't have memorable or long theme songs anymore. And there were other, there were other theme songs that, that had memorable lyrics other than Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. And I, I, I couldn't help but notice that they, and they did mention Three's Company and uh, all the other ones, but they didn't uh, play, could, probably couldn't secure the rights for it. I don't know why you would have to, but it was apparent to me that they wouldn't pay the licensing fees for those songs. So they just sewed the, the uh, logos for it. But Three's Company, uh, everybody knew the lyrics to that. And when John Ritter died, it was a shock to everybody. And again, he was 51. Or he was in his early 50s. He wasn't that old. And he just died, kind of like my friend George Rodriguez. And it was the same day that Johnny Cash died. So it was a matter of which one you were paying attention to. Uh, was it uh, Johnny Cash or John Ritter? So I did this. I dropped it on the floor. You dropped it on the floor. I was turning blue. I died right after you. I, I never, never thought, thought that I would die at the same time that Johnny Hatter would do. Shut the ambulance door. Shut the ambulance door. There's nothing else you can do. John and I are through. Who'd have figured that John Ritter'd pass away with a boy named Sue? I think I may have caught something when I banged Suzanne Summers that day. I always thought you were a fool. Well, every show I did blue. My health was steadily falling from the alcohol and the cocaine. I was a star on the tube. And now we're both in the tube. Yeah, so you see, if Don Lemon would have asked me about the theme songs, I would have, that actually jumped onto the pop charts, 
I would have been able to contribute to his documentary. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not putting Don Lemon down. It's just that it, it's not in his uh, area of expertise, shall we say. But I would have uh, suggested the following. That did make it on, I mean, it was bubbling under like number 80 in the top 20, but Lalo Schifrin uh, did lots of theme songs, and this was one of his better. I really like the theme for Mannix, and in a lot of cases, uh, the theme was better than the show. Mannix wasn't a bad show, but uh, this was a good, this was a good tune. the Brubeck type of timing. Yeah, Lalo Schifrin, he did a lot. I've been listening to the Brit Summer Show. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did, at least the last half. <laughs> it's always fun to play music on the show. And if I get busted for it, well, then I'll just stop. Uh, and that's why, another reason, you will never hear the show on YouTube. No. But I want to thank my affiliates who uh, do offer my uh, blanket licensing. Yes. You hear that, YouTube? But I'm still not taking a chance. If you're going to block Nicole Sandler and Randy Rhodes for playing news bites from 10 years ago, you're certainly going to block my show. So why bother? I'm happy with my audience as they are, and uh, that's fine. As I get more platforms, I will uh, let you know. Uh, Programming note, as I said earlier in the show, I will not be here next week, but stay tuned. I'll be back after that. I'm going to go visit my mother, and uh, that's not going to be fun. But it's something I got to do. So I hope you'll uh, be patient and wait for my next show to drop. And until that time, this is Brit Summer saying, get vaccinated. Don't be an anti-vaxxole.